Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. On today's episode, Joshua talks about how to break free of your limitations. It's interesting, and there's a lot of talk going on about this subject, that people tend to react to manifestation events in the same old way. You get defensive, you say the same thing, you do the same thing, you have the same fears. And there's a pattern involved here, and this pattern is something you've probably brought with you or you've adopted in childhood, and it's keeping you from moving to the next level. So the key here is to address that behavior, not the outside conditions. So when something arises and you act in the same way or you want to act in the same way, instead of doing that, behave differently or do something differently. Add love to that situation or take a moment and get back into alignment and let inspiration flow rather than changing the conditions. And of course, we know that when we're in fear, we receive urges to change or control conditions, and that keeps this pattern going. But to break free of that pattern and to remove those limitations, you have to act in a new way. And in this episode, Joshua talks all about that. I'm sure you'll find it fascinating as I did. Um, before we get started, please uh, leave a review for this podcast, like it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends, do all that stuff. We really appreciate your help. And... If you like to dive a little bit deeper, we have an online course. It's called The 7-Day Course, and you'll find that at theteachingsofjoshua.com. Also, we have a Facebook group called Friends of Joshua, and if you'd like to check out more about what we're doing here, please join that Facebook group. And if you have any questions for me, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. In this physical reality, you take a human form in this incarnation as you, and you tend to believe that's who you are. But from the non-physical, what you are is a ball of light and energy, free-flowing wherever you want to go, and you're able to move in and out and to have experiences and to interact with others, and you're really part of all that is, so you don't see yourself as separated from all that is. You're not separated from source. You're not separated from any other entity. You are moving with them in a flow of energy. And when you decide to incarnate into physical reality, you do so for the purposes of expansion, expansion of that light and energy. And in the non-physical, you can be, have, and do anything, and you can create anything. You can take a form if you like. You can interact with others in forms if you like. You can create things in form if you like, but it's not necessary. It's fun to do once in a while. What you really want to do is you want to be here in physical reality and have this experience. This is the experience of expansion. This is what you came for. This is what is exciting and interesting and fun for you. And you'll get the benefit of all the expansion when you return to the non-physical. You will understand why you came and what you were here to do and how all the experiences of your life were beneficial for the purposes of expansion. Well, you've all done that many, many times before. And you're here in this incarnation to feel yourself as you feel in the non-physical. This is a feeling reality. All you're doing is feeling something. You're feeling good or bad. That is based on your choices, your mental constructs, how you're perceiving yourself within your reality. And it's all up to you. No one is telling you how to feel anything. No one is telling you what you need to do. You may be influenced by others, but essentially you have all options available to you. All choices are available to you. And this is the explanation or the definition of freedom. Every single choice is available to you in every moment. It may not seem like that in some moments. It may seem like your choices are limited. But in truth, every possible choice, every possible decision, every possible answer, every possible action, it's all available to you in every single moment. The illusion is that your choices are limited. The illusion is that your freedom is determined by outside forces. And that's the illusion based on the individual who perceives themselves as victims believing that outside conditions can have any effect on their reality. Of course, this is not true. This is all part of a way that you're choosing to perceive yourself within your reality. What's true is that your entire reality is you. You are not separate from any aspect of your reality, from any other person, from any other idea or ideology. You can choose anything you like. Well, you may have traditions and customs and beliefs and your family may be telling you that you can't do this and can't do that and shouldn't do this and shouldn't do that because it's not appropriate or it's not good or it's not the behavior that they want to see. And of course, that's all based in their limiting beliefs and their fears and they're trying to create a version of you that does not trigger any of their limiting beliefs. Well, you've done this enough times and you've 
sifted and sorted and you've birthed desires based in these limited states of being for more freedom and more abundance. And so more freedom and more abundance is coming to you, but you can't always see it. When you return to the non-physical, you'll see it and you'll get the benefit of all those desires and they'll lead you forward into the next incarnation. But if you could see it in this incarnation, when, where all those desires then would be flowing to you. If you ha didn't have any resistance, you would move easily to the dimensions where your desires exist. If you thought about yourself in the higher perspective, if you realized that who you truly are is the creator of your reality, the creator of your reality, no one else can create in your reality, you can't create in their reality, you're the creator of your reality. If you really understood that, well, then you would think about what you would like to create and nothing would be off limits to you. You could literally be, have, and do anything. You've heard us say this before, but this is a feeling reality. So if you want something, you must find a way to feel your way to that thing that you want. What would it feel like to be secure? What would it feel like to be abundant? What would it feel like to be prosperous and successful? What would it feel like to be love? What would it feel like to be loved? What would it feel like to express love? These are the questions that you're asking yourself and sometimes you're letting yourself go with the flow and have experiences and alter your mental construct and process your limiting belief and see through the illusion of your fears and you are attaining many of the things that you are dreaming of. But then you have this ideal, this ideal of what a perfect life should be. And this is distracting you from the life you're living now because in essence, you and your life and your reality is perfect for you. Now, it's not perfect for you from this sense that I should have more money or better health or more freedom or more abundance or whatever these things are. It's coming to you from the choices that you made coming into this incarnation as you to expand, to expand the awareness of who you are, the power of who you are, the frequency of where you exist. All these things are the true intentions that you set prior to your birth. And so everything in this reality is guiding you towards the manifestation of those true intentions. But you're distracted by things you think you want that would make you feel a certain thing. And so this is how this reality is sort of a dilemma. It looks and feels and seems, and you've learned certain aspects of this reality that make it seem as if you have to be different than you are to get what you want. Those things that you want are not necessarily needed to make you feel good. In fact, if you don't feel good about those things you want now, well, they're likely they won't come to you, and if they do come to you, they won't feel the way you thought they would feel. If you think a lot of money would make you feel secure, well, maybe for a few minutes, but then you'd worry about that money and if you lost it, and if you could actually live the rest of your life on that money, or where would new money come from and all these things. If you gave that up and simply followed your interests and passions and became more authentic, stripped away anything that's inauthentic about you, became who you truly are, well then everything else you truly want would flow into your experience because you would realize that this is a creation of a life designed for expansion. Not to attain status, not to attain fame or wealth or fortune or respect from others or love from others, but to expand your awareness of who you are while living a physical life. You're all doing this to a sense. You're all doing a wonderful job of this. You're all thinking in different terms. You're all realizing that things aren't happening to you. They're happening for you. You are feeling negative emotion when you're facing manifestation events and you're processing the limiting beliefs and you're stripping away the inauthentic version of you. And sometimes that's a bit painful because you're highly emotionally sensitive. And as you do this work, you'll become even more emotionally sensitive. And so the little things will irritate you and you might wish to go back to how you were, but you've gone too far already and you learned too much and there is no going back. You would not want to go back because this would create inner conflict. You're always moving forward. You're always expanding. You're always on your journey towards self-discovery. If you could give up the need for these ideals to manifest, if you would give up your preferences and your doubts about yourself, your way of being with others. If you would give all that up just to secure what you think you've created in this life, well, more would flow to you. More abundance would flow. Abundance of ideas, abundance of wonderful feelings, abundance of new experiences, and abundance of new people. All of this would flow into your reality. But you're holding yourselves back and all limitation is self-imposed. 
And so this is a process of releasing those limitations because nothing outside of you is limiting you from anything other than your beliefs that are causing fear. And fear is nothing more than limitation. So open up your range of possibilities, your range of actions, your range of choices, your range of decisions to realize that in every moment, every single decision is available to you. Now you have certain behavioral patterns, you've done things a certain way, you respond the same way every time this happens, and that's part of this journey of self-discovery. The repeat of manifestation events come to show you that there's something that you brought in with you in this reality or something you've adopted along the way that is causing the same old behavior, the same old limitation. And so we say to move above that limitation, do things a bit differently. Do things differently than you would have before. Add love into that behavior. Add an expression of love to whatever it is you think is wrong or bad, and that will transmute that thing you think is wrong or bad. It will transmute that old behavioral pattern. It will change the pattern. The pattern does not have to be abided by. If you are feeling negative emotion and you respond in the same old way, well, you will entrench those limiting beliefs a bit further and you'll have new manifestation events that point out those limiting beliefs and they'll get stronger and stronger and stronger until you behave in a new way. Once you behave in a slightly more loving way to that thing you think is wrong or bad, you change that behavioral pattern. You change your behavioral pattern by behaving in a new, more elevated vibrational way that adds love into those patterns. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Rushna. It's about um, the generation of static electricity by the body. Um, it's starting again with me and uh, it's so annoying. Like, So I avoid uh, wearing polyester clothes. I slather myself with cream and oil just to avoid this. And um, it's not so bad at this time in my life versus say when it was in my 20s where I, I fear touching a door handle, uh, a metal door handle because the static electricity was so huge. Um, but but now it's coming back slowly but surely. And I, I thought perhaps maybe there's something to it about me in it. You are nothing more than a ball of energy. The culminations of cells in your body are nothing more than energy. Electricity is a form of energy. The door handle is a conduit of energy. Anything metal is an easy conduit of energy. Anything wood is a more subdued conduit of energy. So when you're sparking things all over the house, wouldn't that be natural for a ball of energy to light things up and to flow through whatever it can flow through, either to or fro? You are moving around your life with more and more energy. As you raise your vibration, you'll have more physical energy, more joy, more love energy, and of course, more electric energy. This is all a wonderful sign. If you were to look back at the time in, in your life when you remember having periods where there was a lot of strong static energy in your life, we will point out that those times were probably the times when you had more vibrance, more interest, more expectation for good, the times when you felt like you could be, do, and have anything. And as you are all coming along more on this journey to discover that you are balls of energy that are free-flowing, limitless, pure love, the limitations that you had before, the old limiting beliefs, they're being stripped away and removed. You're becoming more and more authentic which means you're becoming more and more energetic. You are feeling a little bit better about things. You are looking at things from the higher perspective or the bright side. You are expressing your love more often and you're expanding your energy in physical reality. Now that energy could be generated through passions and interests and expressions of love. And if it's overflowing because it's not really being directed and focused in a way that will bring you the manifestation of the things that you truly want in this life, well, they have to be discharged somewhere. 
And so you might see it as a sign that you have a high energetic vibration going on, lots of energy, but it's not really being directed towards anything or towards anything meaningful or anything that is aligned with your pre-birth intentions. And so this energy is discharged because it's just an excess of energy. That's all that is. But you could be exercising or taking long walks or vigorously playing outside. And this would discharge some of that energy. Or you could be focusing it into a project, a hobby, a passion, an interest, a business, an activity, something where your mind is focusing that energy. In that focusing of energy, what you're doing is you're doing it through a feeling. It's a feeling wave of energy. It's directed by how you choose to feel in the moment. And a lot of people choose to feel like a victim and choose to hold back and not pursue the things they're interested in. And this subdues that energy. But when you've reached a vibration where you're at now, there's a lot of energy going on. You just haven't focused it. You just haven't acted on enough inspiration or given yourself enough time without doubting yourself and quitting to complete something that's interesting to you. So we just say, think about the energy that's always flowing through you. Think about how that energy is subdued by limiting beliefs and how it's released when you process those limiting beliefs. Think about the energetic, excited field that revolves around you when you have an inspired idea. So you have an inspired idea, you feel a bit of excitement, you think it's interesting, you think it'd be fun to pursue, and then you hold yourself back because of some fear that it might turn out wrong or take up too much time or too much money, and so you suppress that energy. This is done through raising and lowering your vibration. You raise your vibration, you attract, your energy field attracts the energy field of the idea. The idea pops into your mind. You have a little charge of excitement there. And if you take the action, that energy charge that you've received from source is now expressed through you towards that action. It's expressed through you and released by you in a creative act. That creative act will then lead to another vibrational level of expansion and you'll be more receptive and more receptive. So the ideal would be to become this blended being with your inner self that is in a high energy charged vibration of love, connected to source in neutrality, free from fear, free from preferences and desires and attachments to outcomes and worry and regret about the past and worry about the future. Free from all of that into a neutral state. So you're in a charged state now. It could be a charged state positive, a charged state energy, back and forth, back and forth like a battery. Think of the energy within a battery. It's buzzing back and forth, buzzing back and forth. When the energy is put, the battery is put into a device, it charges that device. If you don't have a device to pack yourself into, then the energy is just flowing all over the place. And as soon as you touch anything, you're charging that as if you're charging a device. And then the spark comes to allow you to know exactly what you're charging. The spark of static electricity that is going through your body into the thing that you're touching causes a sensation and the sensation you are determining is pain or negative or surprise or shock. But all you need to know about this is that you're a battery, you're fully charged and you're engaging with something that has no meaning to it or no reference to it. It's just coming out. If you would focus that energy and put it into a device or a project or a passion or an interest, then that focus of energy through the feeling would allow you to take some action. And that action is how you activate whatever that device is. It could be a painting that you do. It could be painting the walls of your house. It could be taking a trip. It could be doing all these things. Every time you do that though, you're receiving even more energy. And so the energy needs to be focused and focused and focused continually on new inspiring ideas, new actions that you can take every moment. And so if you're a blended being, you'd be a fully charged battery receiving the guidance, the indication through the experience of inspiration. And you would take action immediately to do whatever you could do in the moment. And this would allow the flow of energy to completely go through you continuously 
in a cycle of creation. When that creative cycle is not being utilized because you haven't, don't have a focus of where you want to put your energy, then it'll be discharged all over the place. It'll be discharged every time you touch the TV, every time you touch the door, every time you touch the fridge, every time you touch anything metal, and every time you touch another person who's also vibrationally charged. Sure, what you're wearing has some effect. What the weather is has some effect. But of course, all of that is created by you. Your choice of what you wear, your interaction with the weather, where you choose to live, all these things combining. You think it's outside of you, but all of that is you too. It's all utilizing the energy field that is within you. So we say it's a great sign that you're feeling this, these bursts of energy, and all you need to do is think about where you could direct that energy flow. So um, I have kick-started kick my interest in um, walking on trails in the mountains nearby, and I've really enjoyed it but my I have a problem with going uphill where as soon as I start walking uphill, my um, I don't know, is it my heart or my lungs area? It starts to burn and I have uh, I, I can't breathe as well. And this is not related to heat. It's actually just exertion of effort uphill. But that's where my interest lies. I want to go uphill because when you go uphill, you go farther out into the mountains. You discover more. It's a longer walk. But then I, I end it. I end it quickly. I turn around. I come home. Because of the discomfort. Uh, yeah. So you would have to say that there has to be something wrong with my heart or my lungs. Because why would I be feeling this exertion? And why would it feel like effort and struggle? Why would it feel like all these things? But isn't that similar to going to the gym and exercising right in the beginning? The muscles are tired, the muscles are sore, you're feeling exerted, and you may not want to go back to the gym the next day. But if you do, you realize that the muscles grow stronger and grow stronger and grow stronger. This is true of any activity where you choose to do something new. You'll have to go through a period of the newness, and the newness you might call exertion or difficulty or something that's different about you in some way. Now, there's nothing wrong with this. This is the process of getting into something new. And it, if it involved no exertion whatsoever, if it was just writing a book, you would feel doubts and fears and your ego would pop up and say, you don't have time for this. It's not going to lead to anything. What are you out there trying to do? You shouldn't be doing this. And you would have to move through that to continue doing what you're doing. So all of these things are popping up for you to say, are you ready to keep going forward on this thing you're inspired to do? Or do you want to give up and play it safe and play it small and go back into your comfort zone and stay where you've always been? That's your choice. You get to do it all. But if you reimagine this whole endeavor as part of your spiritual journey, and this is why you're here, you don't need to play it safe. You don't want to stay in your comfort zone. You don't want to keep yourself limited. You want to expand with but with that expansion comes coming out of your comfort zone. In your case, in a physical activity, it's coming out of the comfort zone that you're used to where your heart isn't racing and you can breathe easier. Once you get proficient at this, once you continue this on for a while, your body will acclimate to the new expression of energy. And that new expression of energy could be exercise or it could be a new business. Whatever it is, there'll be something new in there that you'll have to push past because you will have your ego saying, don't take another step, go back home, relax, take it easy, don't move outside of the known, don't embrace the new, don't try anything new, keep it safe, keep it simple, keep it limited, keep it limited. In the limitation, though, is inner conflict because you're an explorer, you're an adventurer, you're here to expand, and you cannot be limited because you are limitless. Okay, great. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? I have a question. Mark. Hi, Joshua. We, we've been talking a lot about um, acceptance, and one, one thing that I, I'm not sure I've, I've I, I get that acceptance is love, but I also wanted to see if you can talk a little bit about acceptance 
and allow, allowing, are they similar, are they different, and how does allowing and acceptance play into this new uh, aspect of ascension experience that we're in, uh, this zero point of choice? So we would say that acceptance and allowing are synonymous. You might have a experience, a manifestation event, and there's some resistance to it. So the resistance, which is based in fear, would be the opposite of allowing or opposite of acceptance. The allowing is this process. Okay, it's a little rocky here. All right, there's a little obstacle here. I'm allowing, I'm allowing with faith that things will work itself out. So the allowing would be this process of acceptance over time. And acceptance is realizing in the moment that everything's perfect, that there is nothing wrong, that this wonderful event that came to you that causes you to feel negative emotion is showing you a limiting belief that you must process so that you can get to the other side of that, you expand through that, so that when you're in alignment or in neutrality, you'll receive inspiration and that limiting belief will not trigger fear. That's all it is. Acceptance is neutrality. Acceptance is love. Neutrality is love. Allowing is love. Allowing is moving you into greater states of alignment and, and neutrality. Allowing is a word that is softer than acceptance because when people hear the word acceptance, they think settling for what is. And allowing is saying, okay, this event can come and I can let it happen. I can be okay with myself if I react. I can be okay with myself if I, if I go with the flow of it, if I don't react. Over a period of time, knowing that everything is working out perfectly for you, always working out for you. You're going to allow the process to move through you without needing to react to it as if it's wrong, without needing to act on urges. Allow the process to take place, let it flow through you, feel all the emotion, feel the limiting beliefs, feel the urges to change the conditions, feel the thoughts of fear that flood you when you're in the consciousness of fear, and know that you will return to alignment at some point. So allowing is allowing this process to happen. We say acceptance because allowing infers that, yes, this bad thing is happening, but it'll be over with in a short while and you'll get back into alignment. It's softening it, but it's not really looking at the event as a good thing. It's still perceiving that the event that's happening that causes you to feel negative emotion is a negative thing. It's not a negative thing because there is no negative and positive in this idea of neutrality. The universe is inherently neutral. Every single item, physical or not, within the universe is neutral. As a human, you relate to it. So you have a relationship with every single thing. And your relationship determines if it's positive or negative for you. The positive and negative are distractions. They distract you from the true power that you have. If you say something is wrong and bad, you're distracted or you're in the illusion of wrong or bad. You're out of the reality of neutrality. You're out temporarily of your power. Your true power as a deliberate creator is within this field of neutrality. If you are in the field of duality, good or bad, as you relate to anything in reality, you're outside of the field of neutrality. Therefore, you create based on your determination of what's good and bad from your limited perspective. So the creation of anything from a limited perspective is limited, even if you perceive it as good. You don't actually know if it's good or not. Where is that inspiration coming to, to sign up for a competition and win an award? You win the award, you think it's a good thing. Maybe it furthers your career, maybe you get more notice, maybe you get people to give you appreciation. If you don't win the award, you think, oh, something bad has happened. And you then think of yourself from a more limited term. 
And this limits you from doing whatever you're inspired to do. So a lot of the inspiration that's coming to you is moving you along on this journey of self-discovery to eventual neutrality. You get there by realizing that everything is neutral and you're just placing values on things, good and bad. As you get towards more neutrality through acceptance and gratitude and appreciation and expressing love and seeing things from the higher perspective, all these experiences that you're going through, you're being guided through inspiration by your inner self to neutrality. Once you get to a state of neutrality, you connect to source consciousness. You see your inner self and your guidance supporters are guiding you to neutrality, guiding you to an awakening, guiding to your realization that you are the creator. The creator can only create deliberately from a state of neutrality because in human form, the creator realizes that the perspective and perception is always, always, always limited compared to the perception of source or the perception of their inner self. Once you get to a state of neutrality through acceptance, through processing limiting beliefs, through becoming more authentic, through expressing love, through seeing yourself from a higher perspective, this journey towards this penultimate point of neutrality, then comes source inspiration, a different kind of inspiration. The inspiration that created worlds and universes. You can't know where this inspiration is going to take you. You can only know that it's going to bring you everything you truly want. You don't know what you truly want, so we'll point out from time to time that what you truly want is to go on this journey towards neutrality and then connect to source consciousness, the power that created the universe. In that true connection to source consciousness that you got through by allowing, through acceptance, to neutrality, that's going to bring you ideas and without the influence of preferences and desires and ideals and fears and worry and doubt and, and without the presence of the ego mind, with the absence of any meaningful amount of fear, you will have one choice. You should say zero choice. It won't even be a choice. You will just do. You will just act in concert with the love consciousness of source. This is deliberate creation. It's the most powerful creative state of being. It is a state of feeling, true feeling. It's the state of creating the feeling and then manifesting that which is based on that feeling. So what would the feeling be? Well, in a state of neutrality, there is no fear. So all that's left is love. So the feeling would be some form of love. Doesn't have to be labeled because all those labels separate every other feeling based in love. So you might say, I want the feeling of exhilaration because I believe that exhilaration is a better feeling than contentment or satisfaction or joy or what have you. That is based in a dualistic mindset, separating, separating, separating the Duality that is prevalent in the human consciousness is always separating everything out. I like chocolate ice cream better than vanilla. I like summer better than winter. I like blue better than orange. Separating and creating hierarchies of all this separation. So in duality, everything's about separation and disconnection. Ultimately coming to the feeling of being an individual without any true connection to anything, without any true power, without any control whatsoever, without knowing anything truly, and with always being flooded with urges to control more in order to change how they feel based on the conditions that have been created. Doesn't work. Can't work. Not possible. So you've been guided in this lifetime, because you're ready for it, to information that will lead you to the intellectual understanding of the state of neutrality. Neutrality exists where there is no good or bad. Everything is right. There is no wrong. Everything is neutral. Everything that was once thought of as good or bad was based in a mindset that wanted to separate itself from its reality. So neutral 
encompasses the fact that all reality is the creation and the creator all at the same time. This high vibrational state of being doesn't care about the outcomes, is neutral. So we use the diagram of a S-curve separating out the opinions of a population on a given subject. Take gun control, you have people who are very much wanting to maintain their rights to bear arms and those who think that guns are terrible at opposite ends, at the lower ends. And as you go up, you have people who are less opinionated. They hold their opinions as less meaningful. You come into the apex of this and there is a lone individual there who doesn't care one way or the other, completely neutral. This is the highest state of love. So you do it with this subject and that subject and that subject and that subject and that subject. If you find yourself pulling from one side or the other side, it's done because there's a limiting belief going on there. That's all that's happening. Once you get to this level of neutrality, you will notice that all choices, all options, all actions are available to you. You're open to any conversation. You're open to more knowledge, more discussion, it becomes easier to absorb information. Now, let's go back to the people in the end. This one person thinks that they rather die than give up their guns, and this other person thinks that everyone who has guns should die. They have no ability to access any information from those strong points of view because they're not neutral. They are in pure duality. This is wrong, guns are bad, or taking away someone's guns are bad. They cannot be receptive to any new information. But the person at the top who's neutral, they can be receptive to any information and any idea that will be positive and meaningful towards the good of all. That's inspired information that can only come from neutrality. So think about every th single thing you think you want. You're not neutral. Every preference you have, you're not neutral. Every fear you have, you're not neutral. Every limiting belief you have, you're not neutral. Anytime you think something's better than something else, you're not neutral. So you restrict the access of information that can come to you, the access of inspiration that can come to you. You get neutral on everything, or at least on one subject, and now you have access to inspiration that will bring you everything you truly want. Now, once you've dismissed everything you think you want, all the preferences, all the desires, well, now any possible action is not going to upset the ideal that you hold in your mind in regard to that subject. So you can simply say, I'm acting, I'm going to do it. And the feeling that you get from that and the feeling that emerges out of you from that is completely aligned with who you truly are and why you came here in the first place. And so this action is highly creative and will lead you to what you truly want and why you came here. It'll exponentially move you forward in conscious awareness as you intended prior to your birth. It will also, as a side effect, bring you all these magical manifestations that you couldn't believe would be possible. You might call them miracles. But if you're worried about how people perceive you, you may not act. If you're worried about if you're good enough, you may not act. If you're worried about this might lead to the loss of what you have now, you might not act. And so all of that is non-neutral ideas floating around in you. Now, will you ever come to the complete and utter state of neutrality? Does it matter? Doesn't matter at all. All that matters is that you receive information, you receive inspiration, and you're connected to source and you act. If you act, it proves that none of your limiting beliefs are limiting. That's perfect. You see, everyone will have a myriad of limiting beliefs. But as long as they're not limiting them from acting on inspiration, they don't matter. They're not limiting. The limitation only comes when you're inspired to act and you don't act. That would be non-acceptance or resistance. 
It would be not allowing the power and energy of source to flow through you as an expression of love. So resistance and not allowing are the counterparts to acceptance and allowing. Acceptance and allowing is the key to moving towards more and more authenticity, towards who you truly are, to this being encompassing light and energy that is all that you are. This physical form is one you've just chosen because it'll help you move along this physical journey. The body, the look, all the aspects of this physical creation is nothing different than the art that you've created. It's nothing different than the friends in your life or the home you live in. It's not anything different than that because everything is part of this full creation that is you. Your emotional sensitivity, you chose. Your interests and passions and ideas, your talents and attributes, you chose all these things because it would give you the best opportunity to move on this journey from duality towards neutrality. So this is just a process of allowing all the things that are happening, what you perceive as good and bad, all of them happening to guide you to a state of neutrality in certain areas where you will receive inspiration directly from source and you will, in that case, have no other need to choose something different. Your choices then fade away because the choices are based on preferences, your choices are based on desires, your choices are based on ideals. Those choices fade away and you just act. And that's what allowing will bring you to. Great, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Who's next? I have a question. Adam. Hi, Joshua. It's kind of a personal question, all questions are, so I hope it threads back out to the collective. But I had decided, I made a decision to let go of acting formally um, in my creative career and let my reps go. And before I did that, I um, got a recurring gig on a new TV series, um, which I've been in the throes of. And I, I can understand how I manifested that and I appreciate it. But with it, I shifted back into old patterns of thought and behavior Excellent. around my acting career. But here's my deeper truth, which is hard to say out loud because I fear sounding ungrateful. I'm not finding any of it particularly interesting. And I'm even having moments of disenchantment with it. And it just feeling more like the same. And from a place of alignment, I've even passed on the past few auditions over the past week, which is something I would usually not do. And I do feel that this is pointing to a larger purpose. And I am still writing a lot. And I don't know if I'm 100% finished with that part of my career as far as acting. I am very willing to be. But I do feel confused by it. And anytime a job does come up, I find myself going back into these very old and green <laughs> patterns of behavior. So and I understand the manifestation is because my vibration is one of confusion around it, which is probably why things are coming in and I'm having these feelings. But can you please shed light on my question is what the larger purpose is that's trying to peek through as it pertains to me, as I really feel like I'm in the folds of confusion right now with this. Um, and it feels like I'm just ping ponging back and forth between this new journey and then my old ways. Excellent. So your true desire is different than your man-made desire. The things you think you want are different than the things you truly want. What you truly want is to expand in joy, experience true abundance and freedom, and express your love on your way towards understanding who you truly are even more and more and more on your journey of self-discovery, eternal journey of self-discovery. So the eternal journey of self-discovery is why this life of autumn even exists. That's the only thing that matters. You're doing this journey, you're on this journey, no matter what you're doing. If you're doing things the old way, that's fine. You'll have to experience the old things over and over and over again in that cycle until you break the behavioral pattern. I really want this. I'm going to push past fear and effort my way, struggle my way, 
towards some ideal that I have in mind. And when I achieve that ideal, I'll finally be happy. So that's the carrot on the end of the stick. So that's the life of exploring who you're not, which helps you explore who you are. Because to understand who you are, you have to understand who you're not. So you're efforting and struggling in a cycle, and the same behavior happens over and over again. All you're doing now is breaking out of that behavior. All you're doing now is realizing that this is not what you truly want. But all your life, it was what you truly wanted. It was what you thought you wanted, we should say. It was never what you truly wanted. What you truly wanted is the journey of self-discovery, and that part of your life enabled a lot of that to happen. But it's effort and struggle. Now, in the beginning, it was exciting and interesting because it seemed like it was your pathway to your ideal. So as long as it looks like you're going to attain an ideal in your mind, you're going to use this as your excuse to feel good. But it was always work and it was always effort and it was always not really getting there and it was always disappointment along the way and it was always a struggle. But everyone told you hard work gets you there. Put in the hours, put in the experience, 10,000 hours. You'll get there, you'll get there. That's not how the system works. The system is you feel your way to where you want to be. And so through the disappointments and the hard work and the things not manifesting into the ideal you had in your mind, you had a new thought. What if there's another way? What if there's another way to manifest my ideal? Oh, maybe it's through this law of attraction stuff. Okay, I'll listen to this podcast, I'll do this course, I'll think these things a new way. And then you're told that this pattern of behavior that keeps you in the cycle needs to be addressed. It's based in this inauthentic version of you. Yet it is part, we should say, of your even your DNA. It's something you chose. So all the talents and attributes that you think fit perfectly towards this are not really for that. They're for, for your true purpose, your soul's purpose. But you get to play with them and exercise with them and figure them out and do some things with them and move past fear. So every time you move past fear and take some action, you expand. So that's great. You're expanding in a bit of control and fear, but that's fine. You're at least you're expanding. Now you are drawn to this information and things are starting to change. What you want, you're realizing, is different than what you truly want. That old stuff, why is it so much effort? Why is it so much struggle? Why does it feel good? Why is it not interesting anymore? A lot of people will not want to hear this, but when you're in the old approach to life of effort and struggle and control, you think this is the way to manifest your dreams. You have this ideal that seems so good. If only I got this, if then I'd be happy and rich and successful and wealthy and admired and adored and loved by others. That would feel so good. And most of humanity believes that. That belief system is starting to fade away. In this time of awakening, it's fading away quickly. All these superficial people who have attained these superficial things, who are no happier now or even less happier than they were before, are deconstructing this idea of what success is. They're getting in lawsuits, they're slapping people on stage, they're having these manifestation events in a very public way. That's good, that's good for the humanity to see an example that chasing these ideals, trying to prove yourself, trying to validate yourself, is never gonna to lead to anything you want. It's always going to lead to more exploration of the inauthentic version of you. It is this cycle, 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 cycle that we'll say from your perspective seems very hard to get off. The way you get off of that is you add love to it. Let's say that you're in a job and suddenly they kill off your character. And instead of screaming and ranting like you might have done in the past and complaining and feeling sorry for yourself, you see it as an opportunity. And you thank the writers. You thank everyone there. You tell them how wonderful it was to be part of this while it was on. And you wish them the best of luck. And you're free now to go on another journey. So every time you see something that you once thought was bad or wrong, as good and right, you've added love to it. And that's changing the pattern of behavior. Okay, so you change it over there, and you change it over there, and you change it over there. And you're like... When is it going to stop? I'm adding love to all these things. 
this is a process and this is why allowing is such a good idea. Okay, that thing I thought I wanted ended. I see that I didn't really want it. I wish it would have been different. I wish they would have given me some notice. I should have gotten two weeks at least to understand, but here I am, now I have to pretend I'm dead and lay in a casket on set. But this is what I really want. I want to go on to the next thing with ease instead of effort, with joy instead of consternation or anxiety. And so you're in a state of moving from one way of approaching life to a new way of approaching life. It's confusing. It's like the hunter-gatherers changing from hunting and gathering for centuries to planting seeds in the ground. What do you mean? We're not going to go out and chase the animals? We're just going to plant seeds in the ground? And then what? Oh, and then it'll rain, and then it'll grow, and the sun will hit it, and in about eight weeks, it'll bear fruit. And you won't have to go anywhere. You can build a house and a community and have an economy and all these things. In the beginning, you can't see that. You just have to have a little faith that you're planting seeds. As you come up against these manifestation events or this confusion, and you start trusting this process by allowing it to take the course that it's going to take, you're opening yourself up to new behaviors based in love. You're seeing it as part of a process and you're not needing to manifest anything you think you want. Because we promise you, you don't know what you want from this limited physical state. Until you get to neutrality, where you've already given up everything you think you want, all your preferences and desires and your ideals. You've given all that up and you say, I am just a conduit of love. That's all I am. I am an energy field that's attracting new thoughts and new ideas all based in love for the benefit of me and everyone else involved. It might look different. It might look unusual. But you'll realize that all these talents that you have, that you brought in with you, are perfectly suited for these new ideas. You'll have a lot of this, who the hell am I to do this thing I'm inspired to do? You'll have this remnants of an ego saying, stick to what you know. Who are you to go outside of that? You're going to end up alienating people. People are going to criticize you. You're not going to have time. This is never going to turn out to be anything. But when you're doing it, it just flows. You're in that flow state. It's just so obvious. It's so easy. It's too easy. It's ridiculously easy. The only hard part was pushing past fear to sit down and do this thing you're inspired to do. Once you do it, it's easy. It's fun. It's effortless. It's joyful. It's interesting. Other people may not agree. That's okay. They're on a different level. But you'll find people who do agree. Because if you're in this clean, easy, neutral, pure state of being, you're going to link up with others who are close to that state of being. They're there in the world somewhere. They're there on this call. They're moving through life in a new way. There's more examples of them. They're going to connect with you because you have the same vibration of neutrality. Imagine going back and interacting with people that you were friends with 20 years ago, and they're sitting around talking about the weather or sports or complaining about politics and all these things. And you can see them living in fear. You have empathy for them, but you see that how limiting that is. And you see yourself from a much higher perspective now. Nothing is off limits to you. You are limitless. Literally everything that you could do in the non-physical, you can do in the physical. If you didn't have these limiting beliefs about yourself. So as you're doing this process, you're just removing those one by one by one, not removing them, but making them less intense so they don't block you from receiving inspiration. And then you're going to have to some point talk to this ego and say, do not worry. Everything's going to work out. This is enjoyable. This is how we know it's aligned with who we are. It's okay. And you'll notice that as you move into the activity or the action that you're inspired to take, the ego will be there for 60 seconds, 30 seconds, and then it goes away. Because your focus of attention now is on your task at hand, on your activity. Gary had a very interesting experience doing breath work. They would lay down, get ready to start breathing, and then start breathing. The first minute of that, 
The ego is saying, you can't do this for a full hour. You're going to run out of breath. You're going to start coughing. There's no way you can keep this up. You're going to get bored. You're going to want to leave. And then after 60 seconds, that voice is completely gone and replaced by new ideas, new thoughts, new feelings of connection, all these wonderful things that are part of that breath work. This is true of any inspiration that you're inspired to do. The ego mind will be there in the beginning. But when you learn to focus and go into that flow state, understanding that's the creative state that you chose to be in and process, practice, enjoy, and allow that state to take over you, the ego mind will go away. You don't need to know where this is going to turn out. Remember, that's the old approach of having an ideal and trying to catch that ideal. The new approach is, I don't care where this goes. It doesn't matter. My creative energy is being utilized in this moment and it gives me joy. That's all I want to do. I'm going to practice. Maybe I can only do it for half an hour. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow and do it for 10 minutes. Maybe I'll come back tomorrow and do it for two hours. Maybe I don't know where this is going, nor do I need to know where it's going. Maybe I don't have to interrupt this process by trying to figure out what's being said or what I have to write or what I have to do. Maybe I don't have to worry about money the whole time. Maybe I can just spend the first four hours of the day doing what I'm inspired to do, and I can worry about money the rest of the day if you want. But carve out a bit of time where you're neutral and then go back to your old way of being if you want. But you'll know that you're not going to want to go back there. Now, will everyone be on board? Maybe not right away because guess what? They have to be mirrors to you. They'll be on board once you're on board with it. Once you're tuned in, turned on, focused, used to the flow state, creative juices flowing, new ideas bubbling up in you, maybe you'll give up everything you've done to this point in time and a new idea will come. Well, how could someone who is not neutral give up all the work and all the struggle and all the effort that they've done up to this moment? They couldn't do it because they're attached to that becoming an outcome. If you give all that up, if you throw it away, if you burn it and start new from this moment with nothing, you have nothing to lose. So by releasing your reps, you're burning that bridge to suffering, to discontentment, to old patterns. So by releasing your reps, you've enhanced your reality with a new behavior based in love and faith. And this is a wonderful sign. You're all moving rapidly to everything you truly want. All you have to do is get out of your own way. All you have to do is think less about those ideals and those preferences and those desires and those things you think you lack and the things you think you need to make you happy. Think less about all those things. Don't worry about those things. Think more about becoming neutral, being in alignment, and allowing your journey of self-discovery to take its course knowing full well that the life you lived up to this point has been perfect, that every moment has been perfect, that every aspect of it is perfect because it brought you here, and that you can trust that if that was always perfect, that it's going to work out in the future. It's always going to work out in the future. You'll either resist it or not. If you resist it less, you'll enjoy it more. That's all there is to it. But realize above all that you're this perfect ball of energy and light that has come by choice to experience this reality in this way, exactly how you set it up for this expansive purpose. And the entire universe is set up for this expansive purpose. And the entire universe is expanding. And all of it is based in love. And all of it is perfect, including you. And with that, we are complete. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks. You. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Thank you all. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode all about breaking old behavioral patterns by adding love into those, those uh, patterns or that behavior. Every time you add love into a behavior or every time you act in a different way, every time you express your love differently, you change that pattern and you move through that limitation towards more authenticity and towards a new dimension, more based in love. This is what this journey of expansion is all about. It's expanding through those old behavioral patterns into uh, new dimensions that are based in love or to new ways of being 
that are more aligned with who you truly are. We're having a retreat in October. It's our fourth annual retreat. It's called Changing Leaves, Changing Lives. We do it here in North Carolina. It's a perfect time to come. It'll be in October. And if you want more information about that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. Also, the Ascension Experience, uh, we're, we've do, been doing this for about a year now, and we're up to the 10th course. Um, but you can check out all the courses and see what's, which ones are interesting to you. I would suggest starting with the Alignment course, but if you'd like to start anywhere else, that's fine too. And you can check that out at the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com and click on the Ascension Experience. Also, the first book, A Perception of Reality, is now out in audiobook form. It was narrated by Jackie Seiden. It's fantastic. And you can buy that on the website. It's $15.95, I think. And it works just like having it on Audible. So take a look at that. And of course, leave a review and like and subscribe and all that great stuff you do. And we'll see you next time. Bye.